0: I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them.
1: tells you words and ideas can change the world.
0: Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life.
1: Poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. To Hope and Whitman, O me, O life of the
0: questions of these recurring of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish. What good amid these, O me, O life? Answer, that you are here.
1: That life exists an identity. That the powerful play goes on and you Powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be?
0: another edition a fresh edition of the after the storm podcast and it has been quite a while since y'all have heard from me in fact it's been almost a year i say uh last episode i dropped was back in december and even those episodes are more recap episodes so it's been a while since we got on here and got real but a lot has changed since uh the sudden finish to season two. Originally, season two, I had like 14 episodes planned and I was going to take a little break, hit refresh, come back with something new. But along the way, I just kind of lost motivation. Life got busy, things started to change around me, and I felt like I wasn't in the right headspace to continue to put out the kind of product that I wanted to put out for the After the Storm podcast. And so here we are, almost a year later, and I feel refreshed. And just like the episode title says, I hit refresh. And what that means is that I came back with a new mentality, and I feel back to where I'm supposed to be. See, when I started the After the Storm podcast last year, uh, around April, That whole concept was premeditated to be uh, something or somewhere where I could express myself and uh, talk through and talk out loud all the things that I was going through, as well as bringing other people onto the show so that they can do the same and then finding some common ground for us to uh, just get all these pent-up frustrations and emotions and stories that we had uh, out into a public space. And while that still remains one of the pillars of this podcast, of course, mental health and music being the main ones, I wanna take a different approach to it because who I am today, right now, at this particular stage of my life is not who I was about a year and a half ago when I started this journey. And so it wouldn't feel right for me to portray that same person, that same character that I was in those first two seasons or one and a half seasons, because that's just not where I am right now. And I mean that in the most positive way possible. So much has changed around me for the better. And I want to change the tone, the narrative of this podcast as a whole. I wanna bring people on here to still share their stories, still talk about uh, the, the things that they they wanna get off their chest and to have real dialogues and conversations. But I wanna make it more conversational. See, one of the issues that I had with what I was doing before was everything was too scripted, too premeditated. I would come in with questions set and ready, and sometimes rather than just letting the conversation down its natural course, I would follow these questions as sort of a guideline and restrict the conversation from becoming more of a natural one. And that's never been me. I don't go into conversations, hangouts or dates or whatever with people with just questions that I want to ask in mind. I let it flow naturally. Is there one question or one topic that may lead into several different paths and avenues? Of, of course, absolutely. But I don't want to have some premeditated uh, line of questions to, to ask somebody. I want it to be more conversational. I want it to flow much, much better. And I want to have more laughs in this show. You know, Looking back at some of the episodes from uh, the first season and a half, uh, a lot of the topics, a lot of the conversations were serious. And they were necessary and important conversations to have. But there wasn't a lot of room for laughter and just banter and the the natural flows of conversation. And I want to avoid that going forward. I want this to be just a much more freer and open space. And so for all these months, I had been constantly thinking of uh, ways that I could uh, reintroduce this podcast and come back and make it fresh and make it uh, align more with who I currently am and this current stage in my life. Now, I can segue that into just a quick little catch up with all you guys. But before that, of course, as I said earlier, one of the main pillars of this podcast as a whole is music. And one of the things that I didn't do enough of in the previous seasons was I didn't really talk enough music with my guests. Obviously, music is important to me, but it also plays a huge role for a lot of others too. And so, part of the conversation going forward that I'll have with people is always going to include some time to discuss music and and the role that it plays. Because at the end of the day, that's one of the things that that make me want to do this podcast to begin with. So, before we get into playing catch up and um because we do have to play catch up a little bit uh before we get into the rest of the season where I have a bunch of cool guests lined up and great conversation topics, I would feel remiss if I didn't at least catch y'all up with what's going on with me, with your host and just where I am currently in this stage of my life. And so for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie. And this is the After the Storm Podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, drink some whiskey, some wine, cool off a little bit as I take you down this journey of life, self-acknowledgement, and of course, dope ass
1: music. I didn't know that you
0: So let's catch up. Since the last time we spoke, a lot of things have changed. and Some have stayed the same. See, when I started this podcast off, one of the main reasons I started was because I was still going through a very, very rough period in my life. Uh, I would say from the tail end of 2020 up until mid-2022. I was definitely in some sort of depressive state. If you don't believe me, go back to the previous episodes, listen to the tone in my voice and listen to the conversation topics. And especially the solo episodes, you can definitely see that I was going through something and I wasn't shy about uh, what was bothering me, what was hindering me, what was affecting my mood at the time. But time heals wounds, man. And growth is so important. And so since the last time we spoke, things have changed. And one of the things that have changed is I am now 30. And I don't know what it is, but uh, we as people, we tend to view those milestone round number ages, like 25, 21, 30, 35, 40, etc. We tend to see those as like... the end end of the world or um, some kind of uh, midlife crisis or quarter life crisis whatever you want to call it and 30 is a freak freak number for a lot of people Uh, obviously I was class of 2011 my high school and so me and pretty much the majority of my friends all turned 30 either at the tail end of last year or sometime this year. So, pretty big move. Uh, You get so used to saying you're in your 20s for so long, and then you arrive at 30, and for so long you've watched people around you whether it be your your close relatives or other adults that you looked up to um and you always saw 30 being so far away and then one day you wake up and bang your back hurts you're pissing at four in the morning and all of a sudden you're 30 fucking years old so i arrived there and uh you know i i definitely had my uh my reservations about getting to that age and where I am in my life to arrive at 30. Because when you're 20, you think that at 25, you're going to have it all. And then when you're 25, you say to yourself, well, surely at 30, I'm going to have everything that I need. And you arrive at 30 and you're like, well, I'm not fully there yet. And now you're saying to yourself 35 and it's this constant cycle that keeps just repeating itself. So here we are at 30. Is everything perfect around me? Absolutely the fuck not. I can guarantee you that. But if things gotten better, yes, I can definitely tell you that things have gotten better. And I hope that for anybody who was having the quarter life or midlife crisis from 29 to 30, realize it's just a number, man. And people will freak you out and they'll tell you that at 30, your bones start to, to hurt a little bit more. You lose sleep. There's certain foods that you can't eat anymore. You can't drink the way you used to. And so those people, I say... You're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> Listen, since I've turned thirty, my back hurts more. I got like my, my knees. I can definitely feel it if I've gone for like, a long run. Orange juice, which I, I used to fucking, I used to love orange juice. It was my favorite drink. I drink orange juice with dinner, for breakfast, with my lunch, with everything. And I don't know what happened, but from from one day to another, and now it it, it compl- it completely ruins my insights, and I know it's never been healthy. I know it's super aesthetic, but I never used to feel it. My body was impenetrable, and now I can't even have a full glass of o j, and that makes me want to cry and beyond that, man i, I, I like clockwork, I'm waking up at like four in the morning to so have to go to the bathroom um it it's harder to get up these days, but that's just natural parts of your body just kind of reacting and nothing to freak out about Listen, as I said, the more things change, the more things stay the same. And one thing that's been consistent for me is I've been hitting the gym and staying active. And that's definitely helped me with my stamina. I feel as young and as spruce as ever, besides those couple little things. So If you're not thirty yet, listen. Don't freak out. It's not some people will overreact, and it's all about how you take care of yourself, uh, and that's gonna determine how you feel when you know you hit the big three zero. But anyway, back to what I was originally talking about. So since we last talked, I I turned thirty, and it was a big, big number, and I have an episode coming up. Uh, that I'm not gonna get too much into, but basically the premise of that episode is that I wrote this piece about how I felt about turning 30 very early on in my 29th year. And then I wrote again, uh, after I turned 30, my thoughts on now being 30. And you'll see that both were very real moments in my life, very real things that I was writing, very vulnerable things I was writing. But both, it's it's like night and day, man, super night and day, it, two different people, essentially. And that speaks volumes to the trajectory of this podcast as well. Uh, before, it definitely, it was much more on a serious talk, serious conversation kind of wave. And now I want to just have more fun with it. And along with the fun, obviously have real, real conversations about real things because that to me is one of my favorite things at this point. Listen, I can leave the whole uh, buying bottles and clubbing and doing all these things to the side. I it just came back from Cartagena, Colombia, and it was a great, great time. But I was exhausted by day three because all we were doing was partying for three days straight. And honestly, looking back, I never want to do another trip like that again. I... Would much rather maybe party one day, one and a half days, but beyond that, like get to see the outdoors, hike a little bit, do some you know, some nature-y shit, um, have nice dinners, get some good sleep, right? Not have to wake up every morning at the ass crack of dawn to be <laughs> at some boat or at some random excursion. Just actually vacation on vacation because It feels so often that when we do vacation, we don't really get to vacation because we're always on a constant go. Anyway, these are just signs and things that you're you're getting older and your mentality is starting to shift. And uh, I want to be able to share more stories uh, beyond just all the turmoils and traumas that we go to. Because sometimes people want content, including me, that just helps you escape. And even though I have this podcast, I don't even listen to that many podcasts, to be honest. I don't listen to uh, much. Un- really, actually, right now is probably peak podcast season for me because football is back. I'm a big fantasy football nerd. So I'm on that. And then I have a bunch of friends with podcasts now. And so I always try to support them as well because I mean they support me. How am I not going to reciprocate that back? But uh, I like to give something different to people, especially for those who do listen to podcasts. I don't want to give you the same kind of things that you already hear, you know, just random regular conversations about trauma and about depression and about anxieties. And although these conversations are very important, it's also important to mix things up as well and also talk about all the good that we have going on in our lives. And even within conversations about serious topics, find ways to not just go down a rabbit hole on those topics, but also find ways to just talk about other things and then coming back to that central point. And there's just a a lot of things, a lot of changes that I want to make with uh, the pod. With all that said, I don't know the size of the audience that's going to be listening to this. I don't know who cares. We're like 14, 15 minutes into this episode and I don't know who's still with me. Uh, or if people who used to listen are still interested in it now, it, honestly, it doesn't really matter. Uh, to me, if I'm, I, I always used to say this if you arrive at a point where you're doing something that you feel you're doing for others, then it no longer becomes a hobby, it no longer becomes something that's fulfilling to you, but it feels more like a job. So I don't get tied up or focused on views and listens and whoever. To be honest, if I can get one, two, three people listening, if I can inspire somebody, if one of the guests that I have come on the show can tell a story that inspires somebody else or that somebody else can relate to, then this is all worth it. I had uh, a friend of mine who I interviewed last year, um, uh, and she had probably the most popular episode that I've done so far. And lo and behold, uh, sometime after that podcast episode, she goes and makes her own podcast with another one of her friends who then became my friend as well. Uh, And now they're off and running with that. And so that alone, to me, made this whole process, this whole journey worth it. Because even though their podcast and my podcast are very, very different, just the fact that they took inspiration from this show, from this little project, and then turned it into their own thing is just incredible. It makes me feel like I've left a legacy, like I've made an impact on someone else, and then my impact that I made on them is now making impacts on the people who listen to their show, and it's just this awesome, awesome cycle. I talked about a vicious cycle earlier. This is whatever the opposite of a vicious cycle is. And (coughs) sorry about that. And it's just exciting. Uh, There's there's a lot of things going on. Um, Life is good. You know happier than I've been in a very long time. I've regained the confidence that I lost for a, for a while there. I'm um, back to be my uh, just fun and energetic and sarcastic self. Uh, there was a while there where I was kind of lashing out at people and uh, displacing my emotions and just really not being the best version of myself. And I think the, the, the podcast was a bit of an escape in a way for me to try to gather my thoughts and uh, improve daily, weekly, monthly as a person, while also feeding that creative void that I had in me because I wasn't focusing on doing creative things or uh, doing stuff beyond just the regular routine of going to work and working out and then going out for drinks and then coming home to sleep and then just, you know, rinse, wash, repeat. So definitely making more time uh to to fill uh, my emptiness with uh the creative content and activities that I love to do and also collaborating with other people as well it's just uh been awesome over the past couple months but man work is great um relationships friendships uh I have been improving had had some Of course, the older you get, the harder it is to maintain a lot of friendships and relationships. And so there's some people who uh, have always been close to me that I'm no longer as close to and not for any particular personal reasons, but just because life becomes busy and it gets harder. And then you have other friends who you probably talk to too much that uh, you you probably have like tension just keeps rising and at that point, you have a choice whether you want to uh, discuss it like adults and talk about it or whether you just want to let it boil up and then decide this person no longer serves me and then just remove them completely from your life. And so I try to choose the former. And at some point, if I feel tension rising and all that, then I want to have conversations and at least see if there's something that's salvageable there, or at least get to the root of the issue that's causing that tension. So definitely been doing that, trying to work on broken uh, relationships and friendships. And along with that, man, meeting new people is just such a, it's so inspiring. It's so cool. um. You know, I know there's people out there who they're fine with their little circle of three, four, or five people. And I get that, man. It's hard to trust people, especially when you've been burnt. There's plenty of people who have had best friends uh, throughout the years that uh, from one day to another, this person knows everything about your life. And then the next day, bang, they're gone and you no longer talk to that person and you can't stand them. You had a falling out, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, I love having the core, the foundation of friends that I have, but also going out and meeting new people, because meeting new people shows you just it gives you new stories, it it gives you new perspectives, it opens your mind, uh to different um personalities and and ways of thinking, and so I'm super grateful for the people that I've met over the past like year and a half. Um, you all know who you are. Plenty of you have helped me. Uh, have inspired me, have helped me grow as a person, have brought new energy and new life, um, into me, and you know I'm super thankful for that. Um, yeah, I lived in Tampa for uh, from 2020 to like 2021, like mid year 2021, so not that long. It was like 18 months or so, and um, when I came back to Miami, I told myself like I'm gonna do this city different than I did it before essentially what I mean by that is that I wanted to go to all the places, to new places that I hadn't been before. I, I got tired of the same routine because the routine I was in before is what drove me out. And so I said, and if I'm going to be in this city, I'm going to do things in a new way. And that has inspired me more. It's made me love this city more. Do I see it as a long-term? Probably not. I Definitely other places that I'd love to live in. But um, while I'm here, I'm enjoying it to the best that I can. This is honestly i always encourage people to try new things and see this city for what it is and all the little hidden gems that it has uh, along with all the popular uh, mainstream sites as well but there's so much to do and i feel actually real blessed to live in such a city because i've driven through places like fucking idaho and i could never live in a place like that i'm sorry i know there's people out there who probably Probably want that country life and all that and this and I can do it for like a weekend or two, but I'm a big city boy and I need to be in a in a place that's fast paced, that's moving. Um, at least at this stage in my life, maybe if I settle down at some point, then I can move to like a more like rural, chill area. But for now, man, Miami is definitely a place for someone with my kind of energy to be at. Now I don't really know how I've arrived at this point in 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 the conversation but this pretty much is the gist of what i want this season to be more of just random thoughts flowing um and sticking to uh you know a central point at least the central point of this episode being just playing catch up and letting you guys know where i'm at um and just to set a precedents for the rest of the the, the season uh as I'm recording this episode, I still don't have a lot of ideas for the season. I'm kind of winging it. Uh, I'm trying to meet new people, get some stories, see who would be a good fit to come on the show, have conversations with, and kind of just wing it because sometimes, listen, I, I'm someone who loves controlled chaos. And what I mean by that is when I plan things too much, it puts too much pressure on myself. So I'd rather just kind of go with the flow and see what feels right at certain times. So with the timing of this recording, I've already recorded one other episode, uh, an interview, which came out awesome, came out amazing, and actually really inspired me to get back into this whole thing. I needed a little kick in the ass to 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 start moving in this direction. So that's kind of where we're at um personally. Uh along the way too, it hasn't been all rainbows and butterflies. There have been a couple of things over the past couple of months that have definitely uh, left a void in my heart for sure. Uh I've lost a couple uh loved ones um one being a cousin of mine who, it's crazy. This all comes full circle. And and I'm thankful for this podcast. And I'll tell you why. Because about a year ago when I did start this, one of the things that uh, I, I didn't plan for was that people from my past would listen to the show and then we'd reconnect. And same thing for guests. I would have guests who would come on and people from their past would reach out to them after their episodes and they would you know, reunite and link up. And that's just another cool element of the, the podcast and its success and whatnot. But for me personally, last year, I had recorded a couple of episodes and one of my cousins had reached out to me uh, who I hadn't, we hadn't really spoken or talked for close to, it felt like a decade. And it was never a falling out. There was never any turmoil, nothing. It was just one of those situations where for some reason we just lost contact. We follow each other on Instagram. And so we were aware of each other's existence and all that. But beyond that, it, we we just didn't really communicate. And then he hit me up after listening to one of the episodes or whatnot you know, you know, gave me props for what I was doing, and then from there that led into a conversation of being like, "Yo, man, like, let's link up. Let's, uh, yeah, I haven't seen you guys in a long time. Um, how's the wife and the kids, all that?" And then so we met up and we started hanging out for the first time in well over a decade, and uh, it was him, his wife. Both of them were like, "Yo, my like my ogs. Like, they're I think they're like 10, 11 years older than me." Um, or maybe a little bit more, but they're like, they get me. You know what I mean? And, and even like their kids, right? Like, same thing. It just felt like, damn, like these are the cousins that I've been like longing for this, this whole time. And so I was super thankful for the podcast for kind of reuniting us, uh, last year. But with that being said, um, luckily we got to hang out a couple times. Uh, I wish we had had more time to hang out more, but, uh, earlier this year, I believe around May, I got a really unfortunate call from my cousin that uh, his wife had um, kind of suddenly passed away. And this was just completely unexpected and devastating. And um, we had a like a celebration of life for her. And it's one of those situations where... At that celebration of life, I saw so many family members that I hadn't seen in years. And it's an unfortunate place to have to reunite with people. And you always arrive at those things and and try to say, like, man, I hope the next time we see each other isn't at another one of these. And you try to live up to that as well. But um, beyond that, man, it was just so unfortunate because it felt so good to rekindle and reunite with them, and I felt like we were just getting started, right? Like it was like a newfound bond um, with them, and so uh, it, obviously it was very difficult um, for 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 all of us, especially for them, um, for the kids, for for my cousin, um, and and you can fit, man. You could you could feel how much like she was loved, and I just wish that I could have been a bigger part of that that we would have had more time that we would have been able to that I could have taken her and and him to all these dope spots in Miami that I I just felt like they would like we had like some places planned and that's just not it wasn't in the cards but I'm thankful for the podcast because at least at least I got that one year you know after all this time and I'm thankful for that. And if y'all are listening to us, uh, again, y'all know I love you and my heart goes out to you guys. Um, and anything you need, uh, you know, I, I got you. And with that being said, one of the things that connected all of us together was music, of course, to nobody's surprise. And in those limited hangouts that we had, we spent countless times, countless hours talking about Music and our influences, and even though we have that age gap, like they respected my my musical game, and I respected theirs like we were just it was just a bunch of like kids at a candy store, but instead it was like we're kids at a record store, just talking music for hours, and at the celebration of life, uh which was beautiful, I had never seen anything like that that's really what I want when I go um at one point, it really turned into a celebration of her life, and there was just a bunch of throwback jams, a lot of great music, uh, pretty much just how she would have liked it. And uh, there was one song that just a classic, a, a jam that I have a specific core memory uh, of my cousin singing, uh, kind of you know point at the sky and. You know, for sure it had to have been one of their songs, so uh, I had to just take this moment in the pod to to play this one song real quick, uh, dedicated to uh, to Michelle Fuentes. I hope you're resting in peace up there, girl. Um, you know, looking down on your whole family uh, and and smiling at all their accomplishments and everything. But uh, girl, this one, this one's for you, 100%.
1: I never thought
0: Beyond that, obviously, loss is difficult, and although things have been mostly good on this end, you still go through the you know all the the difficulties of life and then more most recently, man, I had another just really really rough hit um and not to get depressive on you guys because I know I said literally I started this episode by saying. That uh, I want to kind of lift the spirits up of this podcast and not get so, um, you know, down in the dumps and have more witty, funny banter and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I I, I do have to mention some of the hardships as well. Uh, very recently, er, uh, August 5th, to be exact, um, I had to put down uh, my, my cat. And for anybody who's ever had a pet, uh, you know that that's family. Man, this cat, this cat had been with me through the darkest of days, through this whole entire dark period when I felt alone physically, he was always there. And just his presence alone was so calming to me. He just always knew when something was up. And I just love that little dude so much. Uh, That was my best, best friend. And unfortunately, uh, he had a severe kidney failure that just developed so suddenly and almost out of nowhere. And by the time that I got him to the vet, he was already in such bad shape that it was his quality of life was already just, um, it was declining at a rapid pace. And so we had to make the difficult decision to put him down and man, that that week was one of the hardest weeks that I can remember having because it was every single day seeing him just slowly and slowly slowly but surely just get worse and then the day of I I just knew My poor little guy couldn't walk um he was like clamoring for for help like his meows just they felt more urgent than than never and it was it was just a difficult scene and I knew he was in pain and so um, we had to let him go and That's one that it's, it's gonna it's gonna sit with me for a long time as well and um, You learn from these losses and uh, you just learn to be more um, Just nice to people and um, Just thankful And I I always try to make it a big deal on this podcast To give people their flowers as well So you never know when someone's When someone's gonna go When there's their time to go So I always recommend man Just if you got some shit going on If there's turmoil or tension It's never worth it Because God forbid something happened um, to, To you or that person And then the last memory you have of them Is just like this terrible period in your relationship. But yeah, man, along aside from that, um crazy segue I know, but aside from that, uh things have been pretty, pretty good. Um I, I definitely went through a phase of overthinking and uh and and anxiety and, and, and depression and all that. But I I can very confidently say that I've at least for now put those days behind me. Uh, I'm never going to say that I've completely defeated it because, man, those things can come at you in waves and you never see it coming. So that's a little bit of what's been going on uh, for with me over the past year or so since we last caught up. And yeah, I mean, beyond that, things are great. Uh, work is great. Career. Feel like I finally see uh, a path where um you know i can i can see myself growing within the industry that i'm in and you know re- rising to prominent positions and making an impact in uh, in that community and in that industry and that's a big deal man cuz honestly for a while there in my 20s and my mid 20s and all that i was a server for a long time and i graduated college uh with a degree in journalism a minor in marketing and it took me a long time to be able to find a door, uh, to get in. I was freelancing for a long time, and uh, interning, but a job never really a job never really arose, uh, up until twenty twenty one. And I'm so thankful because just in the two short years that I've been at my current agency, I've already grown so much. I've learned so much, and I already feel confident in my abilities uh, and in my position in my role. Uh, people go through imposter syndrome. I think one of the very first episodes I did of this podcast was on imposter syndrome. And um, I don't really feel like I I have that. And so um, career-wise, things are, are shaping up. I can definitely, I, I, I see it. I see it in the stars. I, I see where I want to end up and I'm working my way towards it. Um, and so if you're somebody listening to this and you're kind of lost right now with what you want to do in your life, your career, listen. Even if you're 30, 31, it, it ain't it ain't too late. It's never too late. 30 is a new 20, as they say. And I started my journey late. I started my career path pretty late too. I was a late bloomer. And so I'm still growing. I'm still not exactly where I would like to be, but I'm going to get there. And I know that all y'all, whoever's in that same position, you're capable of the same thing as well. So man, that's good. Healthy, um just I feel confident again, man. And and I and you're gonna hear it. You I, I guarantee you, you're gonna hear it throughout these conversations, throughout these podcasts, through these even just subject matters that we're gonna talk about, you're gonna see a different side of me that you maybe didn't hear in uh the first season and a half or so of the podcast. So that pretty much is enough catching up. Uh, on my end, of course, there's a million little details and stories that have happened in between that we may discuss or may not discuss as the season goes by. Um, if you've made it this far, listening to me ramble on and interested in, um, in what's been going on in my life. I appreciate you and I thank you for uh, either whether it's your first time listening or if you're coming back and excited for what's to come and this new season of the after the Storm podcast um i appreciate any and all of y'all who are listening and who give a shit about uh me and what's going on enough about me and what's going on in my life i want to catch up a little bit about music and what the past year has been looking like because it has been a phenomenal another phenomenal year for latinos everywhere for the latino gang and for latino music of all types i don't think i have to uh talk too much about the sudden eruption of one peso pluma and just that whole ranchero sound coming back um this is not your parents ranchero this is not vicente fernandez and alejandro fernandez i'm all in and when you get to see the guy himself and how he is with people you tend to like him even more he's one of those like post malone type of guys where uh, aside from the music he makes he seems to be a very very just great dude and just a very easy person to, to cheer for So I've been on the Peso Pluma train since day one or at least since I heard Aya baila sola um, But I'm all in on Henny the the album that he put out, all his features but aside from that, it's been a crazy, crazy year for that whole genre. Grupo Frontero, of course, make, did a song with Bad Bunny. It was the number one song in the fucking universe. Um, Bad Bunny headline, uh, the Coachella, Friday Night, was the first Latino artist to ever do that. Stand up, respect, what? Man, is continues to break records and just, break down barriers and walls for the entire culture incredible and then weekend two he even had grupo frontero do a whole little mini set list in the middle of his set um all while also taking time to pay homage to the legends of uh, salsa merengue of reggaeton uh and just making sure that the entire culture is felt to a national uh audience so honestly so much orgullo and just so much pride uh, watching just the continued rise of the reggaeton and the whole spanish sound and just all the cultures uh, around I-, I can definitely say within the past like two three years I- i've never felt prouder to be latino and i definitely uh, am-, am happy to see just uh, where we currently are uh, in the current stature of pop culture a- across the world like Bad Bunny says, todos quieren ser latinos. And I don't know. Le <laughs> falta But that's been awesome. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a pretty cool year for, for, for music in general. I mean, this has been the year of stadium tours. Everybody and their mother has been in a stadium tour. I'm talking Ed Sheeran, Carol G, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, uh everybody has has done one and i don't know if this is just fresh off the heels of bad bunny's incredibly successful uh north american and then worldwide tour last year but everyone seems to be capitalizing on the uh, stadium arcadium but honestly that's huge and it just goes to show how much space there is for lovers of all kinds of genres of all kinds of artists and There'd nothing brings people together like a concert, especially a concert at a fucking stadium. But it's been pretty cool. I feel like 2022 was the year where all of the A-list artists dropped music. And probably a lot of that had to do with just the excitement of finally being back to normal after 2021 and 2020 being heavily pandemic-ridden years. And so 2022 felt like the perfect opportunity for everybody to drop. I mean, Bad Bunny dropped Kendrick Lamar, Beyonce, Bad Bunny, um, Harry Styles. I know I'm repeating people, but just everyone seemed to have dropped an album last year. Uh, And so this year has been an opportunity for maybe some of the younger and up-coming artists to... you know make their claim within the industry one of my favorite albums of the year so far came from the most unexpected of artists ever and that would be little yachty who dropped let's start here very early on in the year and when i tell you that that album sounded like the love child of a tame impala and pink floyd album i i that's, those are, that's a sentence I would have never imagined saying about a guy like Little Yachty. If you go back and listen to his old shit, like it, his most viral hit when he first came out, Minnesota, if you haven't heard that, oh my God, it, it's just like, it get cold like Minnesota, cold like Minnesota. Sorry, I'm a little sick, so my voice is a little hoarse, but to go from that to the production and just the vocals that he has on let's start here i mean that is actual true growth in an artist and so that's definitely probably my most surprising album this year um but a lot of people have released albums this year that I, that i really have enjoyed eladio carillon is another guy who's taking the industry by storm dropped uh Super sick album earlier this year with some of the most random features I we like would have ever imagined for like a reggaetonero slash trapper. He had like a little Wayne and 50 Cent on that album, and I mean, just off that, I was like, Yeah, I'm in. Uh, recently I've been into uh, Zach Bryan, he's um, more of a kind of folk indie uh, with a little hint of country kind of vibe, um, but just. Incredible songwriter recently just released a self titled album, Zach Bryan. It came out like a week or two ago. Um, just phenomenal vocals. He has like a, a collab with Casey musgraves on the album with Lumineers, and so definitely a big fan of that one. Another project I like that was a little slept on, underrated. Uh, Daniel Caesar dropped uh, an album called Never Enough. Um, I had that on rotation for at least a full month. Uh, definitely his best piece of work since Freudian. If you're a fan of Daniel Caesar, a couple of podcast favorite bands uh, also released music this year. The Gorillas made their comeback, dropped uh, an album called Cracker Island, which just flowed so effortlessly. Had just great summer bangers. Had a song with Bad Bunny on there. Who would have ever seen? Whoever thought having a Gorillas times Bad Bunny collab, and it just worked so so effortlessly as well um jungle which if you remember from the very early seasons uh, or the very early episodes of this podcast jungle is a very commonly played a band on this podcast one of the the, the feel-good bands artists of the modern era right now uh, so they just dropped an album of course banger after banger after banger after banger just music to get loose to to dance to and just to get your vibes up you know completely my girl caro g dropped my nana bonito for all the bichotas out there i love 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 that woman uh, but I never make a secret about that that album had banger after banger after banger as well i uh, super happy to see her success and the fact that she's able to do you know stadium uh, concerts in the united states and that she's absolutely killing it uh in south america and around the world uh just just beautiful what a beautiful story huh am i right for all the edm and dance heads out there skrillex finally made his triumphant return to the music scene Uh, with quest for fire and then he also dropped another album like the week after the day after i don't remember but uh super happy to see him he played such a prominent role in like my early teens and young 20s when i was going to ultra and when i was in my heavy edm phase uh his first couple albums songs been like scary monsters and nice sprites and uh breaking a sweat and uh just man, one of the best. His cinema remix, his cinema remix it lives rent free. Man, it's one of my go to all time, like nostalgia feel good songs. So, awesome to see him, and then also to see the rise of Fred again because Fred again is one of the most talented EDM producers, DJs, whatever you want to call them, uh, artists that I've ever seen, and so they got to. Uh, close out Coachella this year at the expense of one Frank Ocean who as much as I love Frank definitely disappointed me and uh legions and legions of his fans but it it was great to see Skrilli and Forte and and Fred again get out there and put on for um, the entire genre for the entire culture so shout out to them but yeah, honestly, it's just such a great time to be a fan of music. There's something for everybody out there right now. And there's just such a surplus. In fact, there's probably too much music out there, which is a crazy thing to say, but it is what it is. So I'm just super stoked to share new songs with y'all, stuff that maybe you have heard or you haven't heard. And you know, make sure that music continues to be a big Prominent part of this whole podcasting experience. Alright, y'all, we're running a little bit long here. Originally I had thoughts of making this like a 30-minute episode, but then I just started rambling off. And to be honest, I missed y'all. And I hope y'all missed me too. So I hope you've enjoyed my beautiful, wonderful voice that I had been told uh after season one and a half or whatever, that uh many people like my, my podcasting voice. I don't know what that says about my real life voice and maybe my real life voice just isn't up to standards, but I'm going to take the compliment. And I've even had people tell me that they fall asleep to uh, my podcast. And some can see that as an insult, but I've been told that it's because my voice is so soothing. And, hey, I'm going to take that all day and I'm going to run with that. So (laughs) I hope you've missed me as much as I've missed y'all. I'm super stoked to uh, get this season going, to get the ball rolling. If you listen to this episode, if you even just see the post and you want to be on the show, hit me up, man. I, I, I want to have conversations with anybody who wants to have a conversation with me. It doesn't have to be about anything serious. It could be about whatever we want. We can come on here and talk about um, your favorite albums. You can talk about like why you prefer cats over dogs or uh, why... Um, Mexican food is the best food It it, it doesn't matter to me Uh, Or why pineapple belongs on pizza Or doesn't Whatever you want to talk about Give me just anything Give me any fuel We'll run with it We'll have fun this season And just come prepared Um, So From the bottom of my heart y'all Like I said I missed y'all I'm happy to be back on this journey uh, With this creative little outlet again And I hope that you guys enjoy this too uh, hit me up you want to be on here hit me up you got feedback got anything that you think could improve the show please I am an open book I am welcoming any and all recommendations criticism I don't care this is this is fun for me so thank y'all for listening if you listen this whole way if you listen to half if you skip through whatever it is man uh, I appreciate y'all love y'all um, I hope that uh, you guys out there living it up, you know, that you're all safe, healthy, and uh, living to the best of your abilities. I have no idea when the hell this episode is going to come out. Uh, today, as I record this, is September 3rd. So just keep that in mind because this could come out a month from now or a week from now. Who knows? Um, but uh, as of right now, at this moment, I definitely feel pumped. I feel motivated. And I am ready to go. So... I will see y'all when I see y'all, and you will hear me when you hear me. All right? I love y'all. Take it easy. Be safe out there. Peace and love. I've been in love. I've
1: been in love. I've been in love. I've been in love. Pussy got no doors. Make a nigga wanna relapse, but she got no flaws. Make a nigga wanna recap. I could tell I love you from the first day. I said you was waiting when we first met. I love. You. I ain't just a- my time if she give me that you know i love it girl